0: I know so many people that are waiting to get it perfect, and then they never, ever get it out there at all.
1: The Startup Student Podcast, a podcast for everyone who sees themselves as a student of the startup life, or is actually a student at the university and is starting a business on the side. In this podcast, I, Christine, and experts from around the world want to support you with our knowledge. Let's start this episode. Welcome back. We're unfortunately for now at the last episode of this starting up on a budget series with Jamie and Charlotte from Sino Bounds, and. Really, I hope you've listened to the first three episodes, if not, go back and listen to them. They're full of golden nuggets for you to take on if you want to start out on a budget, which most of us do. So today we are talking about a topic that I struggled with for a long time and I think a lot of people do, but I have learned a lot and... I am able, I would say, to let go of perfection, just run with something and then edit it later or do something later. So today, perfection is not always right. Welcome back, Charlotte and Jamie. Thank,
2: Thank
0: you so you much, much for having us. us. I'm going to step in. So, <laughs> so, okay, so I'm, I'm actually a believer of, of this as a statement. I know so many people that are waiting to get it perfect and then they never, ever get it out there at all, right? I don't believe in that. I believe in getting it out there and making it perfect as you go along. And it's funny, I did a a podcast recently uh, with the amazing Sarah Archer and we were talking about motivational speaking. Now, I've done a TED Talk and if I look at my TED Talk, which went out to millions of people, and then I look at how I do as a speaker now on the professional stage, they are worlds apart, like literally worlds apart. And if I waited until I was perfect to become, to do a TED Talk, I would have never, ever done the TED Talk. And
2: you wouldn't be where I am
0: now. And I wouldn't be where I am now. And that TED Talk alone has made me thousands, right, of pounds because people will listen to the TED Talk. I go to do talks and people say, "I've I've seen your TED Talk like 15 times. And I'm like, you need to get out more. But what it actually says is, they're looking at me, they're looking at my character, they're looking at my personality, my TED talk wasn't even that good in comparison to how I am now as a professional speaker the business is exactly the same you know we've we've adapted we've evolved we've got you know we've, we've listened to other people and this is what you know we were talking about on last week's show you know where we take where we're taking advice but also when you when you're looking at building something it doesn't have to be perfect it just has to be good enough and then once it's good enough you then perfect it, and that is the key. So if it's a business, if it's a network company, if it's a, if it's a, a presentation, if it's a talk, if it's if the only thing that has to be perfect at that point is something that's going into print, because once it's printed, it can't be unprinted. So anything else can be changed, can be amended. The website, it can be amended. Nothing is set in stone. The context that's going on there, can be adapted. It can be rewritten. It can be reposted. Once it's out there into the ethos, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to lose your life over it. Once it's printed, you can't unprint it. But everything else can be done, redone, changed, amended. And when I was, when well, both of us actually, when we were going into the public eye, if you like, for the choice of a better word, someone said to us, don't worry about what you're going to say. Only worry about what you're not willing to talk about. Because once you've talked about that, you can't untalk about it. But if you're happy with putting out there your advice or putting out there your opinion or putting out there your product and it's not 100%, don't worry about it. Because people will come back and they will give you feedback. With that feedback, you then change it. And actually, that then adds up being a quality because then your members feel valued, your clients feel valued because you are listening to their advice. Even if you've already had that idea, they will come in and go, oh, I loved it. But if it was like this, I'd be a lot happier. And you go, oh, actually, I'll change that. There you go. I've changed it. That's amazing. Thank you very much. They feel valued because you've listened to them, even though you were going to do it anyway. So perfection is not always key. And this is something that I'm always trying to tell Charlotte, who is an absolute <laughs> perfectionist. And it—it's it, she is such a perfectionist, it actually affects her mentally physically emotionally because of that level of perfectionism and it's not a bad thing right you have to have someone like charlotte in the world and you have to have someone like me in the world if the world was made up of just people like me we wouldn't get anything done or, or nothing would be done right and if they had a world of people like charlotte nothing would ever get done the two of us combined is what makes the perfect storm and i think that's important
2: yeah and i think so we obviously a family business and we also, you know, have a team that we work with. But I think if you're on your own, get together with other business owners that you can trust. Yeah. And, you know, have regular meetings with them, because that will really help you. If you're a perfectionist, it might bring you out of your comfort zone, because I think with anything. things, so I'm going to talk a bit about video, because video is something that people are so frightened of going on a podcast. I used to literally shake before I went on a podcast okay. because I hosting is okay. Hosting is better because I can interview other people. But I literally used to be a complete wreck hours before, sometimes days before. Weeks. <laughs> because it's, it's, I, you, you can't prepare. You can't prepare for what you're going to say. You don't really know. So like what Jamie mentioned, I'm going to bring that up again, because that's so important. In your mind, you've got to understand what you want to share with the public eye, and you know, and just have the thing like what you don't want to share, like Dana said. Because I'm a very much an open book and I would talk about most things, but there's some things like family stuff, you know, that might sort of affect my parents or my sibling, or you know, and, and things like that I would never talk about. But if it's just about me, I'm kind of an open book and I'm happy with that but that's the only thing I would say if you're looking to do podcast video decide what you don't want to talk about and then just go for it and don't wait until you have the perfect setup the perfect microphone the perfect light oh, the yeah. perfect makeup I mean well, these- this is a
0: prime example right I mean okay you can't see where we are now we've got a couple of lights which cost us 50 quid the cameras run off our laptop camera and the yeah. microphone's our laptop microphone like we've got all the gear the camera's actually by there but for this purpose, it was easier just to run it off the laptop. So you don't have to hide. People worry so much about perfection.
2: Actually, when you go live and things like that, people want to see who you are. Yeah. So it's better if it's not completely perfect because people just want to see that they're going to buy from you at the end of the day. And they're going to buy from who you are every day, not when you've got your perfect makeup and hair done and, you know.
0: If you, when, you, you're, when you're talking about products and services, okay, when we talk about perfection around products and services, if you want to get that right, get something that's good enough, and then find five, ten people that you trust, and go, I'm going to give it to you for free. And I know you did this, Christine, right? And you give it to them for free, and the only thing they have to give you back is feedback. And I always say, choose, choose ten people, because only five of them will, will actually do what you've asked of them, right? you know, just rates of rates of odds, all right? So, and give it out to them and just go, there you go. Publishers do it, authors do it, they give the book away and they say, read my book for me and come back to back to me and give me feedback on it. Then you start to to get that product better. And When you do that product better, go back to them and go, right, I've done this now. What do you think? Come back and forth, back and forth. So you're almost using them as, as business mentors. You made a great point about teaming up with other people in your not necessarily in your niche but in your kind of world mm-hmm. and this is where the collab space comes in right and also
2: industry related networks can be brilliant so if yeah. you're an online business maybe connect with other online businesses if you're a creative um, maybe you know get connect. together Work with great. a few creatives <clears throat> so those industry related networks can be really really useful
0: and gone are the days where everyone's competition Everyone else collaboration, like competition's gone.
2: Even like the big companies, um, so more corporate companies, they will work with small business owners when they get a big project on. So don't be frightened of collaborating with the larger corporates if you're a solopreneur, because more often than not, they will look out for people like you. I had actually somebody today who's working on a big project who's come forward and said, Charlotte, I need some associates and for this role that I'm doing at the moment. Who would you recommend? and, we go. and that, that you know that happens all the time so yeah collaboration is definitely key and if you if you're when we're talking coming back to perfection i think if you have those a handful of people because you never know when your big project is going to come in so if you already have the people on hand that can help you to you know to win a corporate client for example because you already have the perfection team in place that you can rely on
0: i'll add something to that as well I'm going to give you a top tip on this one, okay? So if you're an electrician, don't have photos of sockets hanging off the wall, all right? If you're a web developer, make sure your website is the best website you can do. If you're a photographer, make sure that your photography on your website is the best photography you can produce. If you are a designer, make sure that your logo is the best logo that you can produce. If you're a videographer, make sure that out there, your YouTube channel and your videos are out there for the world to see and they are the best videos that you can produce, right? Because that's what people are buying. However, if you're a photographer and your website's not quite got the right content on it and everything else, let me tell you, they're not there to read about you, they're there to look at your work. If you're a videographer, it doesn't matter if your photos aren't quite what they should be, they're there to look at your videos. So make sure that you've got some good quality videos on there. If you're a networking company like we are, make sure people are seeing you in networks. Make sure that they're seeing you as the expert in that particular field. And I know Christine, Christine does, um, obviously, the Creative Startup Academy. So, you know, she's getting on her website, the only thing that she has to worry about is is the content, the right content. That needs to be perfect. It might not necessarily need to be the perfect photo or even the perfect theme on the website, but the content has to be spot on. And that's where perfection comes in. It's about getting perfection in the right places at the right time. You know, I'm a motivational speaker, it doesn't matter necessarily if i've got the perfect photo on my website although i do have a perfect headshot and that's important so i make sure that they're professional looking photos so i it's about it's about understanding what it is that people are actually going to come and look for and if they're looking for that specific thing that needs to be perfect if they're not looking for that The rest of it doesn't need to, your contact page, for example, doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be a page where people can contact you. It doesn't need to be perfect. It can become perfect later on when you've got other stuff added onto it. And that is such a key point when it comes to perfection, is everyone thinks everything needs to be perfect and it doesn't. The only things that need to be perfect are the things that you are looking to actually sell or you want people to see, visualize, know about you and I think that is important that Mm, important.
1: yeah yes I think thank you so much I made so many notes because there's a few points that I want to add as well so one is what does perfection actually mean because that's different things for everyone and in different fields and that can vary from task to task as well so same with books for example so the the first book that I published is not perfect um, because I, if I look at it now, similar to to you um, when you were doing your TED talk and, and now as a professional speaker, I, I look at the first book and I think, well, inside the, the pictures that I've chosen are not so nice. Back in the days, so I thought, oh, that's... That's great. That's perfect. <laughs> I go with that. But uh, now I would say I would redo that and I probably will at some point. But they also evolve. The books also evolve over time and you can see that. So I think one thing is that people need to be aware of the defi- their definition of perfection. I like what you said that some parts can be perfect and some parts are not but i think that's a balancing act for a lot of people especially if they're perfectionists it's not easy for them to say ah oh, this i don't care too much about it's okay it works and it does what it does but this one not i don't know and um, i'm not that uh, a perfectionist that i say everything has to be perfect and the other thing is i think something that might be perfect now similar to my book or for you or whatever because back in the days you thought this is a this, I'm happy with that that's the perfect TED talk now that I can do but looking back of course you evolved and things evolved I think this definition of what is perfect will change over time as well with experience with new things with new technology with new th- outsourcing maybe to other experts whatever and uh, yeah also the uh, yeah I think these were the two things that I wanted to say so the perf- Definition of perfection, and that that definition will change over time, and also from task to task.
0: About okay. the, the definition of perfection, I mean, I can remember a time when shell suits was perfect.
2: <laughs> I want to bring it back <laughs> to starting on a budget because I think this is something because that, that's been a series mm. that we've been talking about. And when you first start out, you do not. So if you wanted to do podcast, you don't need to buy microphones that are super expensive. And you know, if you're looking to do video and, and going live and starting with that a little tiny ring light that cost you 15 pounds will be absolutely fine so don't go out and spend a fortune and maybe get together with other people that have been in business for a little while because who knows they might have a studio that you might be able to rent or borrow or you know you might exchange services which we've spoken about as well so you know or and if you're frightened of going on to things yourself and going live about yourself get together with others and do interviews i've I've, a brilliant brilliant podcast was an accountant because accountancy can be and i listened to why i listened to it was when we were doing a project and i was looking for a a kind of an interesting subject and this was the best one that i found which was amazing because he was interviewing his clients so it was an accountant you can really see his expertise of what he was talking about, but it was interesting because it was about subjects about business. So that's how you can make accountancy interesting. Because to be fair, a lot of entrepreneurs, accountancy is probably on the last bottom of the list, and therefore you have. the First thing, I
1: outsourced the very first thing. Yeah. Really, I don't. I, I challenge everyone to make accounting interesting for me. As, this is why I
2: mentioned that because it stuck to my head, and, and this is so. If you're very. If you think, oh gosh, I really can't do video. I can't just talk into the screen on my own. You just can't do it. You feel physically sick doing it. Get together with some other people and you can do it together and interview each other about your business. It's actually a lot more fun as well. Um, And it becomes less scary. And I think the other thing is as well, because I remember, because Jamie is often seen as obviously in the loud one, out there and I'm not really like that and when we were starting to do live at five our our sort of live show that we did and we still do with our members I said I I don't want to go on there I really don't because I didn't feel comfortable and I wasn't Jamie and you know I didn't want to be sort of out there and but actually you you grow into it and you have to be yourself so I'm never going to try and be something that I'm not, and I think that's important to remember when you do any sort of live things. And the reason why I'm talking about that because that is the one thing that often people want to get perfect, and and they sort of when they say something or they don't remember a name. And obviously, English is my second language. Like for you, it's. Sometimes you don't get the right words, but you know what? It doesn't matter because it's who you are.
0: I do live talks and don't get the right words. <laughs> but the funny thing is, actually, when we first started out doing interviews, like it was me basically, and Charlotte was like my sidekick. Now the tables have completely flipped and I'm her sidekick. And I always found that really interesting because now I don't get half the word in edgeways. So it's great. But that's taken time and evolution, you know, to get to yeah. and, and that. I remember our website, when I built our first website, and actually we took on our designer, literally because the website was like almost self-combusting, you know, it was falling apart. Like Every time you logged in, something else would break. And now we have, in my opinion, the perfect website, but it never started out that way. It started out as a wireframe. And actually, the funny thing is about our website, is what it started out to do, me and John, our developer, was talking about this the other night, was actually the website is nowhere near what the original idea was. We've now got the members area, and we've got the, you know, the, the members can talk. That was never part of the remit. Never, ever part of the remit. It was only ever supposed to be the business directory. And it evolved as the network has then come out of that. So it's funny, actually, that if we went for perfection, we, we wouldn't have got anywhere because the business evolved through a period of time. and. And How it works in the back end is because of other things not working or we've tried something and it, it's failed So we have tried something else and then by finding something else it's developed something and and it's growing from that so a lot I always do this in my talks, but a lot of successes can actually grow out of the failings and If I was always successful in everything I've done, you know, it, it's an impossible thing and and I think that that's important. And I, I think it's just really important to realise that you can't always get it right and perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, what is your level of perfection? Something is never perfect, ever, 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 because you will always be making new change. Do you know Facebook, right? it has been running now for however many long. And they make over a hundred changes, small changes to their platform every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. So even they're not. So what does perfect actually look like?
1: Yeah, exactly. And I, the last thing I would like to add is also, uh, and you mentioned it as well. You don't need a big budget to make something a bit better. We're not talking about perfection here. But okay, let's say Charlotte said, okay, if you want to do podcasts or you do videos or video podcasts, <laughs> if we combine those two, I mean, all my, I'm I'm on my podcast now. I don't know when this comes out. We're almost at the episode 190. 200 episodes whatever and I did half of those without a professional microphone and a lot of those also when I recorded them on my phone now I, I, I bought a microphone and, and I use that and, and things like that, that's okay, but you don't need it. And you don't even hear too much of the difference either. No. If you want to use anything and, and not a microphone and you maybe you want to use a microphone for the sound quality or maybe for the sounds around you, you can do that in the post-production or whilst you're recording with the noise canceling app, for example, and things like that, that are also free. To use. you can. If we're talking about lights, I, I, I do have a, actually a massive ring light now, uh, but I I started also out with a smaller one that was about 15 quid, but you don't even need that. As long as you have, like for example, one light source in your face and you don't have shades all over your face, and that can be the sun or anything. So everyone who's listening, you can't see me, but the Charlotte and Jamie can. I don't have a light switched on i'm sitting in front of a window at the moment and i think that's fine my my face is lit equally and that's okay um and there's so many little steps and a lot of people are just paralyzed because and and don't do anything with anything and and just stop Uh, because they're so afraid that this will be a monster to conquer. But in the end, it's just little adjustments by asking someone else. You've seen a video. I I was um, part of a a festival the other day, an online festival, where I had a stall, a virtual stall. And someone sent me a message saying, your videos look so amazing. How did you do that? And I gave her all the instructions. I made a video for her how to use Canva, because she said she doesn't know how to do Canva, to do a nice virtual background to Uh, Then record on zoom to then do those videos because she had to stall herself And I don't mind sharing that and these are little little things and she was like, oh that wasn't too hard Yeah, that wasn't I I and her videos look really good So again, you can ask for advice and we said that throughout the entire series and people would give you advice And if not, then it's fine. Go to someone else and ask again You get a
0: conversation around video about CapCut. I use CapCut. It's another free piece of software and I was sat down with an 11 year old and she educated me. So if you really <laughs> want to know how to do it for free, go and ask the kids, right? Because they know, yeah. they know better than you'll ever know. Um, and yeah. me and Zoe sat down after dinner, uh, we'd been out, it was like a family meal, and she sat down with me and she showed me how to use CapCut on my mobile phone so that I can make better TikToks, right? It's, mm-hmm. and it's free, all of that is free. You know, it's simple, really simple stuff.
2: Yeah, you don't need to spend big money to get it perfect that's for sure and then and it, it's usually a lot of it's the time and the investment and, and the patience as well to look into things and what's free out there and then like you like we've all said all the way through this series is you know ask for help because most people are very very happy to step in and, and help you especially when you're starting out and looking for things you'd be surprised of how much help you can get.
1: Awesome. Thank you. And exactly what you said. I mean, not everything has to be perfect. I have actually sometimes there's products that you don't want to be perfect for specific things. So I have a series, for example, on YouTube that's called Open Air Business Bites. So wherever I go, if I'm on a beach or if I'm in the mountains or wherever where I have a lovely scenery, we shoot a video where I give a little bits of um, business advice, one or two minutes. And the sound quality is not perfect. The light is not perfect. All I do is I then apply afterwards a, a noise cancelling around you so that you can actually hear what I hear uh, what I say. But everything else is not perfect. And that's completely fine. But they are meant to be like that. They're meant to be extremely realistic and authentic. I'm here in the mountains. Listen to me kind of style. But anyway, thank you so much for everything that you said. I appreciate that you took out the time to share all your advice. Everyone, if you want to connect with charlotte or jamie you can find everything on creative slash podcast there you find also the links to the senior bounce platform and everything else and yeah thank you so much for your time and advice i really enjoyed this conversation thank well. you so
2: take-, really take care Bye thank
1: now. you That was this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And just to let you know, I have a free startup package available in my academy. Just go to creativestartupacademy.com slash academy and sign up. And if you can, please, please, please leave a review that will help me with my ranking and will ensure that other people will be able to listen to this podcast as well. Thank you. And until next time.